Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This summer was looking a lot more exciting than last summer. <laughs> last summer was hard. I moved last summer. I remember when I told you I was leaving, you did cry. I did. I remember. I you did cry. cry. You cried over me leaving, <laughs> not you leaving Cody. Yeah, no, I did cry. That was like, you that, did. I knew that it was like, that was, a, that's rare for me. So you cried then, but not with you and Cody. of everyone's business but mine with me Kara Berry our sister wives edition for the week whatever the hell that was that we watched we have so much to get into I think I wrote more notes than I usually do because I just like we'll talk about it. it the episode begins with Janelle telling us she and Christine are going to be meeting up for lunch and says that at this point Christine doesn't know really what's going on with her and Cody she doesn't know about the blow up that they had before uh Christmas she doesn't know about the lunch that they had six weeks later um she doesn't know that Janelle told him not to come back because everything was like still raw and fresh but now that things are like settled and she's knowing how she's feeling she's ready to tell Christine what happened so Christine says that the conversations between she and Janelle just keep getting heavier and heavier so she doesn't know what the hell is going to go on today so they head over to their piece of property in Flagstaff. And by that, I mean uh, the Mexican restaurant, the Salsa Bravo, not Coyote Pass. Because at this point, it's clear to me that they're putting way more of an investment into the Salsa Brava than that plot of land. That is abundantly clear to me. Maybe Janelle should move into a booth or like that private room that they keep filming in. At least she'd get a return on her investment. 
I mean, the return might be queso, but it'd at least be something, right? Then we see Mary, and she tells us that she's going to have Robin over so that she can, quote, uh, share a tidbit of information about her life status and how she's feeling kind of nervous about it because Robin probably won't be happy with it. Well, we haven't seen Robin happy in a long time, so there's that. Robin says she doesn't know what Mary wants to talk to her about. She just told her that she wanted to sit and visit. After that, we go back to Christine, who says that she's heard through the grapevine that things aren't great between Cody and Janelle and how, according to Janelle's kids, it's getting worse. It's worse than ever. So they sit down. <clears throat> and they both say that the last time that they were there was with Cody. <laughs> and Christine goes, well, how did things go? And Janelle says, well, it was productive. But not because, you know, you always run circles with Cody when you have a conversation with him. So I think in the interest of ease... Because the episode just goes back and forth between Christine and Janelle and Mary and Robin. I think I'm just going to do like Christine and Janelle and then we'll talk about Mary and Robin just to make things a little bit easier, right? So we're going to start off with Christine and Janelle. So Janelle tells Christine that she's seen Nancy, the therapist that they used to see in Vegas, and how it's been really helpful. So she says that what's happened or what she thinks is going on with Cody is that she's growing. And that she needs something different, but she's still kind of, like, reconciling what all of that means. So Christine asks her, like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, I don't want to be married anymore. And Christine jaws drops, and she goes, you're done? And Janelle goes, yeah, but I just really don't know what to do with that. Now, listen, I'm not a scientist, but I have eyes. And I just feel like in that moment... Janelle's hair got shinier. I, I'm not really sure what happened, but it just seemed like the protein came back. And it was just like, oh, you're leaving? Okay, well, we're coming back. Maybe I saw things differently. Y'all y'all run that shit back and see. Did her hair get shinier the more she talks about leaving Cody? The same thing happened with Christine when she was ramping up to leave. And I just, I'm seeing a pattern. That's all I'm saying. Robin says in a confessional that all she knows is that Janelle told Cody not to come back to the house after that fight. And she begged Janelle not to tell Cody to come pick his stuff up, but Janelle did anyway. Like, who are you? The Hit my phone and tell me what to do with my husband one more time. But she did it anyway. Is like, like, are you her mother? Like, like she dis... Girl. Like, she disobeyed you? Like, get out of here. Christine says that this is the first time she's heard Janelle say... That what Cody's doing isn't enough. But then she says, I don't think he's even capable of doing more. So she asks Janelle if Cody knows that they're done. And she's like, well, I told him not to come back to the house. And we just kind of left it like we we're going to get a counselor. But he hasn't taken initiative and neither have I. And it's been about a month since then. So Christine says in a confessional, I think he just likes to string people along. He did it to Mary for years and years and years. And then he tried to string me along, and now he's stringing Janelle along, and it's exhausting. So Janelle tells Christine that she's just really struggling because she still has, like, a lot of affection for Cody somehow, but maybe it's his, his pecs and his six-pack abs, but she needs something different in a marriage. And it's, like, okay to grow and change, but maybe your partner comes along, maybe they don't. And then with all those changes and with COVID and the boys, and it was, like, Finally, she's like ready to do something different. So Janelle says in a confessional that she can't think of any reason why she would want to have Cody back. She's kind of just waiting on God to tell her it's okay, but she hasn't had any sort of inspiration. 
I mean, I think the inspiration is your happiness, your um, contentedness with him not being in your house anymore. And do you not having to scrape up curly blonde hairs from the shower? You know, and uh, listen to somebody talk about how he's so cold and the only thing that can warm him is hot water. You know, you seem happy. Again, the hair shinier. So sometimes God doesn't speak to us. He just, you know, they're, they're nonverbal cues. And I'm seeing them all over. Then Robin says in a confessional that she doesn't know what's going on with Janelle and Cody. Even though she just said that she hit Janelle on her line to not kick his shit out. But anyway, she says it's probably because Cody doesn't want to hear what she has to say. That's why she doesn't know what's going on. Because she's always telling him to figure it out and talk. The same shit that she said about Christine, which was turned to be... The lie detector determined that to be a lie. So, Cody says in a confessional that he felt contrived after that night at the apartment. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but... They haven't spoken in about six weeks, and he's asking, like, let's work this out. But Janelle's saying she needs more time. She's just enjoying herself too much without him, which is not at all what she said to him. It's not untrue, but not for the way he's thinking. Like, yeah, she's enjoying herself, but not in a way to make you feel bad. Well, like, no, you should feel bad, but you're making yourself the victim when you should feel like the asshole. Like, you should feel bad, but not for the reasons why you think. You know what I mean? But after that, Janelle tells Christine about how their faith speaks out against divorce. And Christine says, but what does God tell you? And Janelle says, I feel fine with my decision. But in a confessional, she says that she has a fundamental conflict because in their faith, the marriage covenant goes beyond death. Like, they're all seeing each other in the gardens in heaven and, like, they're married there, right? But there's been no outright abuse because y'all know, like, in order to get out of these types of uh, religious uh marriages that you have to say there there are only like a handful of excuses that you can give like cheating abuse that sort of thing so she can't say you know like he put his hands on me or whatever like that hasn't happened but she just doesn't want to be married anymore and like so now she's kind of stuck so christine says that that's really big news because she didn't realize it was that deep at christmas and janelle corrects her and she's like well i i didn't know then and i still now things aren't final so Janelle says in a confessional that she thinks that Christine felt like she was getting a raw deal for a long time. And now Christine's left and like she wants better for Janelle too, which is absolutely right. She's like, I got the hell out of Dodge. Come with me, sister. Christine Brown is a freedom fighter. Okay. She's trying to get you guys to escape to a place that's better and get out of the Handmaid's Tale colony and back up to Canada where it's safe, you know? Like, Cody and Robin are fully in that part of Barbie where the Mojo Dojo Casa house is taking over and she's now, like, having to be a maid for him. But Janelle's, like, original Barbie, or excuse me, Christine's original Barbie, where she's like, I've been, I've seen things, and this isn't right, and I need us to all, like, band together and, like, join together. And Mary's like, Midge, was Midge the one that they left behind the the gate? (laughs) And didn't get to go anywhere. Whichever one that was, that's Mary. <laughs> then a waitress comes in and they have to pretend to talk about stuff until she closes the door, right? So when Janelle says, you know, in terms of a full marriage, I do want a full marriage with Cody, but I think it's unrealistic. And then they both start talking about how different he is. And Christine's like, yeah, I couldn't be in love with the man he is now. 
So they kind of decide that it's his courage that is missing. Like, maybe that's why he's gotten to the dark side. And Christine says in a confessional that Cody used to be his own person and never would let anybody control him. And he was, like, attracting people to him. When was that? (laughs) Like, before the show ever started? Because it seemed like every interaction that we've seen with Cody outside of Nathan has been like awkward and performative on his end and remember when all those former classmates were like yeah he was really like loud and annoying and most of us thought he was gay so this whole sister wife thing is very shocking to us but um yeah I I just wonder like if you guys could expand on that specifically if you could cite your times and events in which that would have been true I would love to know but anyway I mean they all seem to be in agreement on this but I think they just mean, like, he was nicer. He pretended to be nice, and now he's just not doing that anymore. Then Cody chimes in in his confessional and says that Janelle keeps telling him that she doesn't enjoy their time together, but he wants wants the marriage to thrive for the sake of their children and their honor of their institution, I guess. And then he goes, you know, divorce is embarrassing, so he doesn't want to break up. It's like, technically, you guys aren't getting a divorce, but, like, I know what you mean. And also you want the marriage to thrive for the sake of your children basically at this point given all evidence that you've given us sounds like i need to be married to you so i can maintain any sort of relationship this isn't like a situation of like oh we want our kids to see us having a healthy relationship so that they can develop healthy relationships and be like well-rounded people no 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 this is not happening this is just so like he can talk to them or that Janelle can facilitate them communicating with each other. That's that's really what he means. So Christine tells Janelle that one of the things that Cody was mad about with their breakup was that she wasn't a good sister wife. And Janelle's like, yeah, but I only th- I think he's only talking about you with one other person, right? So Christine's like, listen, I'm not not close with Robin. I'm not close with her, but I'm not not close with her. And I have to, we're going to have to do a little flag on the play with that one, Christine. You know, I'm generally think that you're like good as gold but this one i mean you said a couple episodes ago that even if robin had attempted to be friends with you like she keeps claiming that she did but it's never actually happened that you would have rejected her because you didn't find a safe space with her anyway so to say that like the state of your relationship is that you're not not close with her i I think that might be a little little cappington but anyway um janelle says that the hardest thing to overcome is the idea same with me Janelle the idea that Robin is the victim and that she doesn't know if that will ever be in her words overcomable (laughs) Robin then says in a confessional are you guys sitting down have you like taken your heart medication or anything because this is really this might take you to a place that is unsafe so if you're close to like an urgent care or something like that and you haven't maybe maybe pause and, and wait for a moment where you're a little bit more zen okay I want everybody with their blood sugar correct because I don't want it to spike or drop. I, you know, I just I just want everybody to be at their best self when I say what I what Robin just said in this confessional. Robin. Robin Brown. The same Robin Brown who cries every episode about how she wanted this dream and she didn't get it. The Robin, whose legal name might as well be Sabin Robin, because that's what we've been calling her for years now. 
that one. She says in a confessional, I don't consider myself a victim. And I actually won't allow myself to indulge that thought process because I don't like that. It's pick yourself up, make it happen, be strong, deal with your problems. Excuse the, is she serious? I could go on about this, no lie, for about five hours, but I won't do that to you. I died, ascended, died again, was in the tomb for three days, came back up and said, you know what? Never mind. And I'm back in hell where I'm probably going to be forever. So I just like, is she, is she serious? Is she be fucking for real right now? Be so for real, Robin. Not once have we seen you pick yourself up or be strong. You've been in Cody's arms like a damn romantic book cover since the day we've seen you. Girl. Girl. Don't. don't. Robin. (laughs) I, I can't. The only way for that to be factually correct if, is if Robin just does not know what the meaning of victim is. Like, do you know what that means? Because you couldn't possibly say that you were not one of those people. And that you, like, have some sort of can-do attitude? Ma'am? Bitch. Let's move on. Janelle reminds Christine that they were in the trenches together in those early days, raising the kids. Those kids were the same age. But how Robin wanted to have separate childcare, which is fine, but it didn't really give them the opportunity to create or recreate the dynamic that they had in the beginning. And now we said it. Robin wanted the same dynamic while somehow doing things in direct opposition with the dynamic that she's crying about never getting. She's actively doing things that would make you believe that she doesn't really give a shit about this um, all us being friends and my kids didn't get it and they felt so separated from the other kids and the other kids weren't nice to them and the other moms weren't nice to them again i have to scream christine offered up a teenage mckelty for unpaid child labor moved into your house and cared for your kids she gave you her child And then still, you were like, well, I need a separate nanny. I need separate daycare on top of that. And, but, like, what do you want from them then? If you keep separating yourself from a situation and creating an entirely different relationship, totally different from what you've been complaining about, never the two shall meet, Robin, okay? And then Christine says in a confessional, sure, I could have done better, but I actually think I did a lot of things that were great. And to me, being a good sister wife is helping with the kids. But when Robin decided to get a nanny, it was kind of a line in the sand. And then Janelle says that Robin, or that Cody rather, gauges basically everything through Robin's watery eyes and how she's perceiving things and how she thinks that she's being treated. And so he's now like... The rubric with which he grades Janelle and Christine, let's be wrong, let's be honest, is through how Robin sees it and whether or not she's treated well. And I've told y'all, listen to, this is morbid, but every time somebody on the show passes, 
they will do like what everybody thinks. They'll do like a, a sit down with Christine, how they felt about this person, Cody, Janelle, Mary. And when they get to Robin, it's like always through how they treat, they were so nice to me and they were really welcoming to me when I joined the family, but she can never say anything about that person, who they were, who they were to other people. Never like they were so kind. They were, they were nice to me when I first came into the family. They treated my kids great. You don't form one-on-one relationships with anybody except for maybe Cody. And I'm starting to think, I don't really know how much that's happening either, but, um, it's never like, it's always like how people treat me. And it's so weird. (laughs) Wild. So then Cody says that the realization is happening, he's having now, is that friendship in a marriage isn't enough. You need more than that. Which is wild, because I feel like 99.9% of people say love is not enough. And that you, like, really, that friendship is, like, the foundation that you really should be looking for, because through it all, through the good times and the bad times, you at least have your friendship and your partnership to hang on to but you're saying that friendship in a marriage is not enough and i'm wondering like who you're referring to who are you friends with janelle it must be janelle (laughs) because it can't be anybody else so janelle says what i've been screaming for years which is that robin plays his card of not remembering sicko mode what i don't know why anything's happening where am i (sighs) and that's her typical mo and how Basically, she can't bring up anything about Robin with Cody because in his eyes, Robin's perfect. She's supportive. She's perfect. She's Linda Evangelista. She's the only one who's been loyal. And he just shuts it down. Any sort of critique of Robin, he shuts it down. And then he likes to act like Robin's done nothing wrong. She's the sweetest bitch you've ever met. And she's given everything to this family. So anything that you say that's even kind of against her is abusive. But like, sorry, that's not the real world. And then Cody says it. His struggles with Janelle have been specific to his pain, and he would never have talked about Janelle and Robin's relationship to anybody else like Christine or Janelle. We know that that's not true because of what Robin says later, but we'll talk about that. And then Cody says, I don't think people know the struggles in Christine and that Christine and I went through, and I think polygamy is ultimately just not for her. I actually think that like being in a sexless, loveless marriage is what was not for her. But whatever, she's gone now. So Christine asked Janelle, was I a bad sister wife? And Janelle says, no, but I think our relationship is actually going to be even better now because we don't have to deal with all the other stuff with Cody. And then they talk about how, like, they'll always be sister wives. They're a package deal for any relationships that they have. That partner's going to have to know that. Janelle, at this point, again, mentions, like, oh, but if I go into another plural family, it's not going to matter, like... It's not going to be that weird that we have this relationship. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I cannot believe this woman is still considering being in a plural relationship. But like, no shade, what would that look like for somebody her age? Because a lot of this is like, be fruitful and mass... Wow, I was about to say another word. (laughs) Be fruitful and multiply. No multiplication happening with the other word I was about to say. But, um, like, if they're past that point in life, I guess I just wonder, like, what the motivation would be, you know? Christine then tells Janelle that one of her biggest frustrations is that with every party she would throw, Cody would be a guest. But then he would be fully helping Robin through all the parties that she threw. And basically it got to the point where she felt like Cody and Robin were the couple and that she was just the sorry people on the sidelines. And Janelle's like, yeah, I mean, that does feel like how it's evolved too. But she's really trying to keep it cute. And like Christine can tell Janelle's not going to get snarky with me right now. Like she's not done yet. And then Janelle says, listen, I know Christine's throwing out a lot of things. I'm getting a good laugh out of them, but I have to be careful to like keep my judgment clear and stay in the space where like I am in touch with what I'm thinking so that I can make a clear decision with what's going on with me. The same thing that she said to Cody. And yet Cody thinks that like my girl wants to party all the time, Eddie Murphy style, but she's really saying, I don't want to be manipulated by you looking at me and acting like you want to kiss me or whatever. And then we're just sleeping things under the carpet and I'm ultimately still unhappy, and you, like, reel me in, but I'm not getting anything. That's what she said. So then Christine tries to see where she's at. Like, have you been heartbroken? Have you been crying? And Janelle says no. Actually, the day after the fight, she was a little bit stunned because he was yelling and saying that she gaslit her and how crazy it was. But then she goes, she went on a drive later that day. And it kind of felt like a weight had been lifted. That is a sign from God. That's your sign, girl. <laughs> that is your sign. Cody says in a confessional, he really pouts it. He's like, you know, I don't think Janelle realizes that like 80 to 90% of all separations end in divorce. 
And I think it's a mistake, but whatever. <laughs> okay, who told you that? Which men's rights forum did you find that on on 4chan? And it's also like, whatever. Janelle says in a confessional that she's in a weird place because she doesn't want Cody back in the house. And there's also, you know, there's no legal channels that she has to take to break up with him or divorce him. But she's also not interested in any kind of relationship, not dating anybody else unless God is like specifically points at this man and says, this is him. She's just not looking. Janelle tells Christine, well, it's a new chapter for me. And when Christine is like, how do you feel? She says, I don't know. But it feels optimistic. And to be honest, this summer is looking a lot more fun than last summer was. And Christine goes, yeah, because that's the summer that I left. But so interesting. Do you remember that you cried over me leaving? Not noticing that you do that with you and Cody. Like you, you cried about me leaving, but not, not about Cody. Did you, did you see that? <laughs> Janelle really didn't have anything to say. <laughs> Because that was a point. That was a great point that Christine made. But anyway, let's move on to Marion Robbins. Whatever the hell that was. I just don't like change. And it's scary. And it's just another with everything else that's going on in the family. It just feels like yet another thing. But I also know that you're the only one who cares about it, too. I do. I mean... As long as you're really, truly going to still be here. Often. I'm going to have a house. I'm okay. going to have an address. I'm okay. going to be here. Okay. I'm going to sleep there. Okay. All right. I just will also be up there. She's very well aware of where mine and Cody's relationship sounds. So she's like, mm, are we sure? All right. So Robin walks into Mary's apartment and her house rather. And she says she's a little nervous, but only because there's so much heavy stuff going around everywhere else. And she just doesn't know how or if she can take it anymore. This is a woman who claimed to not be a victim. And she picks herself up and deals with it. But okay. Mary says, Robin has said to her a lot of times, don't leave me, don't leave me. And she thinks that it's going to look to her like she's just throwing in the towel. So they sit down on that couch with no arms. Least comfortable looking couch truly that like lumbar big ass back it looks like a torture device but anyway mary does this attention seeking shit that she's been doing since the very beginning of this show and it is one of my biggest pet peeves in my own life but mary does it all the time and it's so irksome so she does this thing where she like she knows that she has the floor and look can you blame her because she so rarely has everybody's full attention but when she does she makes it such a big deal she sits there and she stares at you and she'll sigh and she won't say anything and she'll just build up all this tension in the room so well thank you for coming over the reason why i've called you over is to give you an update on my life it's just been a long time since we've chatted or anything and I've been thinking for a long time and trying to figure out what to do, especially in the last year. You know, my mom passed and I'm thinking about how to run the Airbnb or not the B&B and like what to do with it. And, and, you know, it's been a lot of work going back and forth and trying to keep that up. But whenever I'm up there, I just can't do my clothing business. So I've been trying to figure out how to make it all work together. And I am gonna be moving out of this house and moving the business up there 
and I'll be downsizing here. And then she just stares and waits for a reaction. Now this truly the definition of you could have just sent me an email. This could have been a text. You need this whole fucking preamble about your thoughts over the past year and and what you feel like I've been struggling with this thing that I'm not saying and I'm gonna unwrap it real slowly and God like just spit it out, lady. <laughs> spit it out. So Robin goes, Okay, where are you gonna be moving? Robin says in a confessional that she's just trying to gauge whether or not Flagstaff is still going to be home for Mary or if she's going to stay there in Utah, right? So Robin asks, like, what does it mean when you say you'll be there more? And Mary's like, well, it'll just be longer chunks of time and I'll come back here when I'm needed to be here <coughs> filming. So Mary says in a confessional that what's going to happen in, like, what's going to happen with my relationship with Robin and her kids or any po potential possibility that might happen with Cody? Mary tells Robin she figures this is something that she needs to be doing. So Robin says, well, from everything that's happening with Cody and Janelle specifically, I just feel very unsteady. And like, in reality, Cody's being very different. And then we have to see footage of that man driving around in his Pontiac drop top with the visor. So you can't see his bald spots when his hair's blowing in the wind. What's left of it anyway. So Robin says, you know, she doesn't feel very steady even with Cody, but that she and Mary have always had the steadiness with the two of them, that with everything happening, at least she could look at Mary in her eyes and say, we're here for each other, right? We're going to stick this out, right? Let's not give up, okay? <laughs> okay, nobody believes that. <laughs> and we're about to get into why. So Mary then explains, it's like a five-hour commute from Flagstaff to Parowan. Does that really takes a lot of time it stops her ability to work functionally so she tells robin she just feels like it's going to be a lot more efficient if she's not splitting up her time so much and she'll be able to manage her businesses better mary then tells her that the plan is to find a smaller home in flagstaff so she will still be coming back so robin asks is this going to be where you live and mary's like yes i'll just be visiting there oftener <laughs> also not a word but it's okay <laughs> robin says in a confessional but we're still going to be in this together, right? Like, we believe in the possibility of getting this family fixed somehow. Like, I need her to get out of the high school musical set, okay? Like, we're not all in this together. We're not. We're not doing a little choreographed dance on the basketball court. Like, it's just not happening. And also, I don't, nobody knows what you want. What is it that you want other than this dream of Cody being dead 15 years from now and you guys are all on the porch just talking about good times? Well, there weren't any. There's no porch. Nobody's building on Coyote Pass. You don't let anybody inside your house. So where are they going to hang out at that, that errant infant swing that you have in the back? Like, where are they gonna, what are they going to do that for? There is no dream. Okay? Give it up, girl. Speaking of dreams that need to be given up, at some point there's a scene where they, Cody actually utilizes Coyote Pass by taking his only children out on the mini bikes. And by that, I mean Aurora and Brianna. Solomon and Ariel is saying a confessional that they probably won't be able to ride those dirt bikes until they're like 19 or some time in their 20s because I don't know if you guys knew this, but their mom scares easily. But anyway, Cody uses boy math by saying that if he can get people out on the bikes early, because he used, he's used to teaching people how to drive, the kids how to drive, don't ask him who because he's never going to be able to tell you which specific other children he got to learn how to drive. But anyway, um... 
that they were like poor drivers. So if he figures if he can get them out on the bikes early, then that'll like teach them the throttle or whatever. And it'll make it a lot easier for him to teach them how to drive eventually. Okay. Did you guys notice this? Because I, I felt there was a poetry to this moment where we're seeing, um, I believe it was Brianna ripping and running on a four wheeler in that, um, remember when they first got Coyote Pass and there was the water in that, that, uh, hole. It was a hole. They acted like it was a lake. It was a hole that had caught rainwater in it. But anyway, it was full enough that a bunch of people got in there and they were like, oh, this is our dream. What a, what a future we're going to have with each other. And then just like to see that now empty alleged lake, the whole family bonded in, but now that well is very clearly one run dry and one of Robin's kids gets to use it to destroy the land. Like it just, it was poetic, metaphoric. And Mary says that it's easier to be at the B&B, but it's also scary that she's going where it's easy because she thinks that Cody's been doing that for a lot of years, like just gone where it's easy. And now look at their relationship. <laughs> why? I know that they have this like sacred loneliness thing, but why is she's like, maybe it's easy because it's what's meant for you. Like maybe your life isn't supposed to be miserable just waiting for some man to tell the whole world that he doesn't want to be with you but not say it to your face really. Maybe you should go to where you're wanted and where it feels easy. And yeah, Cody has done that for years. He's gone to where it's easy and that's at Robin's house. So Robin asks if this means anything other than what she's telling her. Like, are you promising me that you're not using this to move? Like they did to her when that catfishing thing came up and everybody's like, are you going to be moving? Or like, what's, are you leaving our family? You know, like this is what Robin's trying to do to her now. So Mary starts getting emotional and she says that she doesn't like change and it's scary. And like with everything in the family, it's just another thing. But she also knows that Robin's the only one who cares about her. And Robin says, did you guys catch this? As I do, as long as she's still going to be here. <laughs> I do care about you as long as I have to see you. Mary doesn't peep that, but she assures her, I will have a house in Flagstaff. I'll have an address. I'll sleep here. I'll be here. And Robin says, I just want you around. I always have. Well, you're, we're going to put a pin in that comment. The lies, the lies. And so Mary again is like, you know, it's just scary to me because of how it looks. And I just know that like Cody's not going to give a crap, which I feel like you're saying two different. <laughs> what you're saying is that you're going to get confirmation that Cody doesn't give a shit. Like it's going to look like you're leaving and it's not going to be a blip in the radar for him. And that's what scares you is that it's just going to confirm what you already know. And then Robin says, I know this isn't just about Mary sitting around pining for Cody. It's about her integrity and commitments. And she's very loyal when it comes to that. And she doesn't take that lightly. We know, girl. Girl. So then Robin asks Mary if she's okay. And Mary's like, well, it just stresses me out on a lot of levels because I don't want it to look how it's going to. And so Robin asks if she's worried about that coming from her. And Mary goes, well, from you and Cody. And I think he'll be like, well, told you so. She's leaving. So Robin then says, I don't know what this future hold for her holds for her. I'm just grateful that she's hanging on and I want her to continue to. But I feel selfish that this whole experience of her being here and, you know, waiting to see if something can happen between her and Cody. Like, it's got to be hard. I just want her to be happy. 
No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because you would not have said one time, please stick around and hang around for me because you know that that man who you sleep with every night don't want her. You do feel special. Selfish. You should. You absolutely should feel that. And you should feel it real deep. Real deep in those bones. And through your neck. You should feel that. Mary says a part of me is just like, I care so much and I want this to work out. And I just feel like sometime he's going to realize that this is something that he committed to as well. And that we can work on moving forward. I want him to work on this relationship with me. Like, I don't care, but I do. I know what I really want. Like, what is her motivation at this point? Like, at what point is it going to be enough? You're 15? 17? I mean, I know that she's already made that announcement, but, like, I just... It, it just seems like there's so much clarity and that she keeps, like, pulling herself back down. And then Cody just confirms the reason why she shouldn't, because he says... He calls Janelle regularly to see if they can work it out, but she's just not interested in a relationship with Robin or Mary. And then he goes, certainly not with Mary, I guess. <laughs> but how does that work for him? So Robin asks Mary, like, do you see that if you can work things out to see the kids, like her kids, right? And Mary says, yeah, you just let me know. But Robin, you have to communicate with me. You have to call me once in a while. You have to text me. And this is where Mary admits in a confessional that during the last two years, like with the pandemic, she's been on her own, which we knew. But what we didn't know is that Robin hasn't really reached out to her a lot. Like the pandemic really doesn't have any excuse as to why you can't be texting and calling Mary. Now, Mary just admitted, she just pulled the curtain out from under us. And I... No. That's not the phrase. <laughs> she pulled the curtain back and really told us what was going on. The Robin only probably only calls her when she needs somebody to film with. That's it. And of course, Robin knows that she's caught because she's been begging her to stay in this whole fucked up dynamic. And then now Mary's just outed her on camera. So now she's like, well, I've been inside of myself because of everything that's going on with the family. So now she gets to crying. Miss, I don't want to be a victim. That you can't be bothered to maintain a healthy relationship with the only person, I won't even say healthy, a, a communicative relationship with the only person who's been in your corner because you've been inside of yourself about the people who don't give a fuck about you anyway. Okay. Okay. Robin says in a confessional that she's just worried that like with everything going on, it's, it's consuming her. She's so worried about Janelle and Cody and like, she doesn't know how to let it go. And so that's why you haven't been speaking to the lady who you've been forcing into staying into a situation that you know is never going to benefit her. And this is my question for you guys. Do you think that in having this conversation with Mary that, or with Robin rather, that Mary maybe on some level hoped that Robin would like release her or cause she, I, I have questions. We'll, we'll put a pin in that for a second. So basically Cody tries to act like Janelle told him that the kids are basically raised. So she has no use for him anymore, but that's not the way he sees it because he doesn't know what he has to offer her. So Mary then says, excuse me, Cody says, I get along with Mary, but 
Mary would like to reconcile. And what I would like to do is just get along. And reconciling as far as our marriage, I don't think that works for me. So Mary tells Robin she doesn't know how she does it because Cody's really angry right now. And then Cody says, I don't think I'm the one who changed here. Christine went, this is not the life I want. And I'm out. And now with Janelle, it's not working either. So Mary says that she's sad for Cody and asks Robin why he's so angry and says, Robin, I'm hurt. I've heard him say he's glad. And then in a confessional, Robin goes, listen, I don't buy that Cody's going around lamenting, like, where's my family gone? Because if he was, he would work more at it. And at this point, I'm thinking, was there like a black mold issue at, at Mary's rental? And maybe she's having more uh, clean air and, and there's like no black mold at the haunted mansion that maybe she's like clearing up a little bit and realizing stuff. Cause where did this all come from? Cause I'm, I'm liking it and I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm touching and agreeing. I'm just a little confused as to how we pivoted so greatly <laughs> how what was the the turnaround time between her filming this and her saying the shit in the in the confessionals because she clearly had a change of heart clearly so then robin after mary says like you know like what's going on robin's like what do you mean what do you mean huh and Robin says, if he's honest with himself, this is messing up. And Mary goes, so why doesn't he want to do anything about it? And Robin goes, well, what is he supposed to do about it? Anything at all? Leave your house and try to maintain ones with the other wives that are leaving? What is he supposed to do? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everybody has to do something except for Cody. It, like Christine needs to be working. Janelle needs to be working. But what is Cody supposed to do? His hands are tied. There's nothing possible that he could do to fix his relationships. It's all their fault. The Mary goes, well, like with me. And Robin's like, well, that's a billion dollar question. And then, of course, Robin says in a confessional that she could ask these questions of Cody, why don't you make this work? But Cody's going to do what Cody's going to do. So why are you begging Janelle to keep his shit in your house? Why are you blasting Christine for not working it out? But he's just get like, when it comes to Cody, 
the leader of your family, the man who declared patriarchy, the man who declared himself to be the, the rule maker and the deal maker, but he's just going to do what he wants to do. I could ask the questions, but I'm not going to because it's just up to him. Nobody else gets that autonomy but Cody. It is crazy. It is crazy. She just literally says, Cody's going to do what Cody's going to do. And then she says, I don't understand why Janelle isn't reaching out to him either. I don't understand why people aren't trying. Maybe it's because they don't want to. Have you considered that? Have you considered that for one second? After that, Robin says in a confessional that she didn't have any big issues with the other wives. She just wanted a relationship with them. And that was hard, but that's it. Like, there's not really a whole lot to process. So this whole idea that she turned Cody against them is ridiculous and bogus. They're just not dealing with their own issues and they need to stop talking about her. And then the editors do Robin real dirty because in the very next moment, not two seconds later, do they show her telling Mary, what Christine has done is really messing Cody up. And Christine just totally destroyed his past. So what Cody thought was a functional situation, she basically was like, Christine thought it was horrible every single moment of every day. She told stories upon stories of all the things she was going through. And that it wasn't so much about Mary and Janelle as it was him. So everybody needs to keep your name out of their mouths. But you were able to go to Mary and talk about how Cody couldn't leave Christine's name out of his mouth. And also blame Christine for destroying everything, his past, his religious beliefs, everything that she was just complaining about how her whole marriage was horrible from the moment they got married until the very end of it. The way that Mary looked at her is the moment where I was like, oh, she's actually over this. She's over having to sit here with Robin and hash out things that she knows are not true and have Robin just be the victim in every situation, in every equation. It ends up with her. Robin gets nothing. She's over this. And thank God for her. Christine says in a confessional, I'm not going to be responsible for Cody losing his religion. That's ridiculous. And I'm going to be the scapegoat? Listen, I never even had that much power over Cody. <laughs> then Mary says in a confessional, I don't believe that Christine said every bit of her life was hell. I believe she had frustrations. And if that's what Cody interpreted as and relayed to Robin, I actually don't think that's fair. So Robin tells Mary, well, I'm just explaining what Cody said to me. But I heard that every single moment that she said was hell. Then don't say anything. If you're relaying the secondhand information then don't say anything. And what about this, oh, I don't have much to process with them. But you're taking on all the emotion of Christine allegedly saying that every moment of her life was hell. Something that she did not say. Nobody believes that. Not even Mary. Because Mary says in a confessional, it doesn't surprise me that Christine would have complaints about me or Janelle or Robin or Cody. I get it. I had complaints about all of them. This is what happens in a family unless you're 100% perfect, which nobody is. And then Robin tries to get emotional and she tells Mary, I'm just trying to survive the pain. And as long as there's no permanency to you moving and Mary goes, I'm just doing the next thing I know how to do. So Robin then says that she's hopeful that Cody and Mary will figure things out as well as Cody and Janelle. But she does worry that one day Mary's going to say, I can't do this anymore. And then she goes, you know what? I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know for a fact you're going to blame her. It's season 19. 
you are absolutely going to be blaming Mary for her leaving a situation that she should have left over a decade ago. You're going to blame her. I know you are. And honestly, like, if you can't blame her, then you need to stop trying to make her stay. If you can understand why she would leave, then you need to give her the space to do that. Janelle says in a confessional, I think it would take a big unifying force to bring us back together, but I'm not sure if we will or we even have the desire to do that. And then Cody says, this is something that we built together. We made state mistakes together. Stop pointing fingers. Every single wife in this family has had the opportunity to have a great relationship with me. And this is why you're going to fuck up all of your relationships. Like, they had the chance. They had the lifetime opportunity at good relationship with Cody Brown. Okay, but you just said we made mistakes together and to stop pointing fingers. And then immediately you say y'all could have had a great relationship with me, but you didn't, which is finger pointing. Because if we didn't have a good relationship or we weren't working, it's because the two of us weren't working. It wasn't because of what somebody did to everybody else. But then why did you talk about the great opportunity that they had to have a relationship with you they could have had it good with me but also it's both of our fault okay mary says i feel like robin and i are the only ones in the family who are really willing to have these hard conversations because we see the value in family and healthy relationships and sometimes those conversations can be hard which is wild mary like you only feel that way because She's the only person who will have a conversation with you. Everybody else, well, Christine and Janelle are having hard conversations. They're they're having them. They're just not having them with you. Because they don't want to. So, just because Robin's the only person who talks to you, doesn't mean that she sees the value in anything. Doesn't mean that she wants a family to get together. I would reckon this, I would be pretty pretty strong in saying that mary you want this family to get back together significantly more than robin does and you always have for sure and honestly even though christine is completely divested from this relationship i would still say that she would want she would see the value in the family getting back together more than robin does 100 percent. robin would still be at the bottom of my list even though christine has left the family <laughs> So for whatever reason, Mary asks Robin if she'll be there to translate for her, for Cody, uh, when she tells him that she's going to be moving the business up to, to, to Parowan. So, okay. I mean, Robin does say that everybody jokes that I'm, I'm like the Cody whisperer and I could speak to him. I honestly don't know what they need a translator for. Cody's not going to care. I think what Mary thinks is that like she's going to need somebody to ramp up some sort of emotional aspect or like get him in a situation where he acts like he gives a shit and he's not like okay bye see ya she needs robin to be there so that cody doesn't break up with her for good that's it (laughs) that's why she wants robin there but then mary tells robin robin there's no question he's done with me but robin says but mary he talks about us on the property still and he talks about you being out on there it's like in what context girl (laughs) she can stay in that hole we saw how bent out of shape he got over her getting the best plot or picking up the best plot of land so i don't really think about that it's probably like how do we uh convince mary to give up her plot of land because that's the one that you really want 
that's that's what the conversations are having about uh, Mary being out on Coyote Pass. But then Robin says, I know that Mary's goal is to stick it out until the end, but like I'm trying to give her a little ho- rope so that she can, you know, hang herself with, I mean, hang on to. So Mary says, listen, I've heard Cody say things that are not very kind and have made it very clear where he is in our relationship. So how can Cody say she's a part of the family and I want her out on the property, but on the other hand, hardly talk to me. So then she says to Robin, as long as you and Janelle are good, excuse me, as long as Cody and Janelle are good, as long as you and Cody are good, then he's cool with plural marriage. And Robin's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Mary goes, well, that's the only plural marriage he has left is with Janelle, right? So Robin's like, well, it's not like he's given up on plural marriage, but I can only do what I can do here. So Cody then says that he's just like been through a process with Mary for seven years where they get along with each other, but he doesn't want to reconcile the relationship because ultimately he just doesn't think it's a good fit for him. And then Mary says, that her relationship for a while is that like she doesn't know what's going on with anybody else or any of the dynamics in the family which is like yeah we know girl nobody's hitting was she even on the group chat i think maybe she mentioned knowing something but like did 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 uh leon tell you what happened in the group chat chat or like what what happened were you on it could possibly be but anyway, Mary says she doesn't know what's going on with anybody else, like with Janelle and Cody or whatever, but she's just trying to give everybody the space to figure it out. And so Mary tells Robin, I hope you don't freak out too much, but listen, I'm up there half the time anyway. So it doesn't really sound like Mary's making too much of a move up to Parowan if she's there 50% of the time and has been this whole time. And now she's going to be there like 70%. Or 80% unless she has to go down and film. That's what it's getting to me. This is wild. This is wild. So then Lady Selfish says in a confessional, I'm always torn between looking at Mary and saying, go find your happiness and saying, please figure it out with us here. Selfish. Sicko. Sicky. Sicky flicker. Mary that says you know like I have a really good life she's telling us to Robin I have a really good life with a lot of things going on a lot of people and I just have to keep doing those parts of my life with the people who want to be involved in it yes 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 Mary go where you're wanted please so then Robin ends the episode by saying I love Cody but I never wanted to live monogamy and it feels more and more like that's where it's headed and I feel angry I'm really angry I wanted to live plural marriage and I feel like I'm getting a little little tricked or something or like people are making decisions for my life that I didn't choose and it's making me very angry and depressed but not a victim because I don't do that but I am talking about these other things that would make me a victim you know because people making decisions for my life would make me a victim but I I, and me not being able to choose would, would make me a victim but you know I'm not one so, I'm not a victim, you guys. And I'm not selfish, even though I'm being very selfish. But maybe, like, the most selfish behavior that I've seen. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. I honestly was, like, a little bit nervous that we weren't... Not that we weren't going to have as much content as last season, but 
when they had that big fight between Janelle and Cody in the beginning of the season, I'm like, what? How much gas do we have to run here? But it looks like Robin and Janelle are, not Robin, Cody and Janelle are going on a an anniversary date next week. And things are still popping off, y'all. And I'm very excited about it. We're so blessed. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would really appreciate it. If not, we'll see. Bye.